Hey everybody, Ian here to tell you all about the fine shows you could be listening to from the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Let's start it off with the original Stuff and Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all, starring myself and my good buddy Chewy, where we talk about our friendship, our past, our future, our history, ghosts, clowns, sharks, dolphins, and Stan Lee. That comes out every single Friday. You can also check out Four Color Commentary, where myself, Chewy, Ryan, and Alan talk about comic books. That's right, kids, comic books. Old, new, comic book movies and news, so many comics you can't even handle it all. That comes out every new comic book day, which is Wednesdays for those of you who know. If you're an old or new comic books fan, this is the podcast for you. And every Saturday, Ryan and I team up for an action-packed blockbuster with Super Action Bros, where we watch movies with explosions and car chases. Strap in, everybody, and get your popcorn ready, because Super Action Bros is coming your way. And finally, the dark and spooky side of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. That's right, boys and girls. Get ready for some scares. It's Eyes in the Dark with Chewy, Evan, and James as they watch classic horror movies and some of those that were made just as a quick cash grab. Well, everybody, that's all the shows of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Odds are you're listening to one right now or I wouldn't even be here. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to subscribe to us and sit back, relax, and enjoy another fine Stuff and Things Network podcast. I am the architect. I created the Matrix. I've been waiting for you. Welcome to Super Action Bros podcast. Talk about movies with explosions and car chases and the best CG that 2003 can offer. <laughs> PlayStation Three level. Oh man, yeah. Hello, Not everybody. Maybe PlayStation Four. No. no. Oh God, no, no, no. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome to Super Action Bros. I'm Ryan, and I'm Ian. Welcome to Matrix Month, uh, the second week of Matrix Month. Uh, we are watching all of the Matrix movies as well as uh, the 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 animated the animated Matrix. Uh, but this week we are talking about the sequel to the Matrix, the long-awaited, highly anticipated sequel <sighs> to 1999's The Matrix, 2003's The Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> Oh boy. oh, boy. So before we get into The Matrix Reloaded, uh, there's a couple ways you can reach out to our show. If you like uh, what we do and you want to uh, reach out to us, tell us movies we should watch. Tell us our reviews are wrong. You can do that. Or what tell us we're right. Are right. Yeah, but that's not as interesting. Us. You think we're great. Challenge us. Do it. Uh, I challenge you. Ian. I will just take... <laughs> 
generic praise. Um, so you can do that by going to our website, which is stuffandthingsnetwork.com, which we are part of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Click on the Super Action Bros artwork, and you'll be taken to a page where you can listen to the show right there on the website. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Uh, you can also reach out to us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, uh, as well as a little website called Letterbox, which is a movie review site that's social media. You can write your own movie reviews. Uh, and you can also uh, reach out to us individually on Twitter by clicking on our photos. But if you want to do that right now, you can reach out to me, uh, Ian, at, at iRitch. That's at I-R-I-T-C-H. I'm on Twitter also, Ryan Roop, R-Y-A-N-R-U-P-P-E. You can also email us by hitting the contact us button and selecting our show. Uh, and you can go ahead and fill out the form, send us an email, and talk to us. So all of that at stuffandthingsnetwork.com. So Ryan, The Matrix Reloaded. What if everybody in The Matrix Reloaded had Twitter? So, <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. I'm at Morpheus. OMG, why with, is my girlfriend going back with her ex? His gap tooth is so big. Colonel whatever his butt is. His, I think it was Commander. Com- oh, I'm sorry. Commander I- Locke. Get it right, man. This movie suffers from episode one-isms, and we'll talk about that with the council meeting. <laughs> All right. Let's Jeez. Uh, All the parts you love there's one thing the Wachowskis Matrix. love, it is councils it is meetings it is bureaucracy oh do they ever they just just think that it's the best thing to put into a movie about space fighting or well if i if i may quote the sound of music let's start at the very beginning of, well, that's, that's a, a very, very good, good place, place to start. start uh so let's talk about who made this movie well, we, let's, let's talk about the last last time let's talk about uh, our first time seeing this movie i was so excited oh man i was like elated like i was i was so so excited to see this movie i remember um i remember like all my friends being like oh my god are you gonna go see it? you're gonna go see it i think i went to go see it with my dad because we were both like really stoked oh, yeah. on it and i remember watching it and going like oh man that was that was great and then i watched it this time <laughs> you've only seen it the two I times i think i watched it maybe three this might be like the fourth time i've seen it Oh wow! Um, okay, but as an adult, I understand a lot more, especially in the architect scene. Like I understand fine. Like here's the thing: if you're gonna watch that architect scene, yeah, put the subtitles on because you'll understand a lot more once you're reading it. Yeah, and what now that I've read a lot more fiction and a lot more like different stuff, I kind of understand what's happening more in that scene. I don't know <laughs> if you need me. To, right, I think you know, but maybe yeah. we can explain to our audience what we is will. being explained yeah. to everyone in that. No, it's it's funny that you mentioned subtitles because. Uh, this movie goes from deathly quiet to super loud. Well, that's like every action movie does that now. And so I'm watching this movie while they're sleeping children. Uh, so I just put on the subtitles and turn it to a sufficient volume for the super loud explosions. And then it's just like everybody's whispering the rest of the time. Yeah. So I always need the subtitles and then I just sort of imagine what they're saying in, their, in my mind. Stop um, trying to hit me and hit me. Um, that's not even this movie. Uh, so, yeah, my first time seeing this movie was I was in college. We had spent like like I, every tidbit of information about The Matrix yeah. I was on top of. I was yeah. on the internet all the did time. Did you play the video game? No. I did. I played no. Enter the Matrix. That's the I didn't play like they had another one later I on called a, like the Path of the One. Yeah, the Path and, like, of the Neo. online. That one. was actually supposed to be better than Enter yeah. the Matrix. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> supposed to be. Enter the Matrix but, was. You know what I liked? I will say this. 
about Enter the Matrix. At least you weren't. The, the, at first, it seemed like, oh man, I want to play as Neo and Morpheus. Like, yeah. but you don't because then you can just do anything. In in Path of the Matrix, you're playing as um, Niobe. Niobe and Ghost. That's yeah. the Asian guy who hangs out with her a lot. And so it's more like, oh, it's this other story that yeah, that's yeah. different and separate. So, but so I for that I enjoyed it. I thought it was kind of neat. But I remember the gameplay was not great. <laughs> Yeah, but it well, like, I mean, it was just, like, I don't care. It's the Matrix. It's it like following matter. all the different like production blogs and reading yeah. all the Matrix comics online, oh, everything yeah. like that. But I saw it. Like I waited in line for probably. I mean, let's be honest. Probably like twelve hours. Really? To see it at midnight to oh, be like man. really early in line, like dressed in all black. <laughs> As, as matrixy as you oh could get. yeah no question yeah. i had I, I had a t-shirt that i got from like hot topic back oh, when that boy. was newer it said how far down does the rabbit hole go oh, in see, green I was in, text i was in college so i didn't have any money but i didn't I, have I any money either a black I, dress or and a black dress pants i didn't have any money either and, and black converse I, I didn't have all that black stuff because my mom wouldn't let me dress like the oh, matrix yeah. but she was like you can she would like flirted with hot topic she was like oh you can get superhero shirts so you can get okay do you like the matrix okay you can get a matrix shirt that like that, that's that's okay or you, you can get I remember the first time, by the way, side note, that I brought home a band shirt. Oh, man. And it was a Blink-182 band shirt. And, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. Actually, that new album's pretty fun. Uh, right. If you like, if, if you enjoy that music, which I used to, it takes me back. Anyway, um, but I remember coming home with it. My dad was like, yeah, I bought you in this shirt. And he was like, I don't care. It's just some band. Like, I wore band shirts when I was his age, whatever. And I remember my mom going, he's going to be a walking billboard. That was her first concern <laughs> was that I was a billboard for something. I was I was being used as advertisement. I was like, no, I, yeah, I I am. I like this band. I mean, when I was in high school and I wore shirts that had stuff on them, I was really what it, what it had was like it looks like a Massimo shirt, but if you look really hard, it actually says Messiah, and then <laughs> on the back it has a Bible verse. <laughs> not of this world uh no like it this predates pre- not, not of, of this, this world. world yeah yeah. oh man um but i but i remember and i know this because i saw that shirt recently yeah like in another store like it was a different color but it was the same design without yeah, like yeah. had a little logo on the front and the bunny on the back oh, and i, I was like that shirt super i was like super tempted to buy it and just go hey mom look i'm a walking billboard again but i'm like i don't have 20 dollars to blow on a t-shirt for one joke so and I wouldn't wear yeah, it any you other do. time. No, I don't. No, I don't. No, I really don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bills and debt think differently. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm familiar with those things a lot. Yeah. Um, but, but anyway, going back to the Matrix. But yeah, I was like was, super stoked yeah, to see I'm, this movie. I guarantee you that I watched the original Matrix a lot of times to prepare for this oh, movie. Oh, yeah, I probably did and like well. And like discussed it with my roommates heavily. I, yeah. Oh, boy. A lot of discussion. What, did you, what was your initial was, thought after you saw it? Uh, it, I, I'm notorious. My wife, it drives her crazy. This is my wife and I were just beginning to date at this point, but it actually drives her totally insane because my initial response to a movie and then my subsequent response to the movie after I've thought about it are almost always opposite of each other. If I come out of a movie and I'm like, Oh, it sucked later. I'll, I'll probably be like, yeah, you know, it wasn't that bad. And a lot of times if I walk out of a movie and I'm like, Oh, that was amazing. Then like, 20 minutes or half an hour later as I'm eating a milk, you know, eating a French fries for a minute. I'm like, ah, you know, <laughs> there were some hey, things. Maybe it wasn't so good, which is why I, I prefer to not do this podcast immediately after watching the movie. <laughs> uh, but um, initially I, I was sure that the mate, that this was the best movie that the world had ever produced. The, the matrix reloaded matrix reloaded. Best. You, movie. Did you think it was better than the first one? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Uh, and then, <laughs> and now, and then I remember later being like, "Wow, yeah, what the, 
Let's, Don't worry. Let's see the third one. It'll wrap up really well. Let's now, see the third. Let's th- see what happens. This is one of the things I, I know. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this is one of the first movies that I can remember in my memory of being, and this started a trend, which then continued yeah. with like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies and all Where that it's stuff. it's like, we uh, shot two and three right next to yeah, each other. Yeah, we shot yeah. them back to back really this close. One, this one, they did it crazy because they only released them six months apart yeah. instead of you know with same amount of time I apart. remember too, I went to Walmart and they had all the Matrix posters. Like It was like, oh, uh, it's like, it's like I had a Matrix $3 for each like, one. So no $9. I had, I had three of them and I had them all, like, like vertically down my wall. The Matrix, I had Matrix Reloaded, then I had Revolutions at the bottom. I, and that was right. before I think Revolutions came out and i was just like i'm this it, it can't be bad it's gonna be so good did you see reloaded it was the best movie I mean, that I, ever i can happened. tell you without a sh- beyond a shadow of a doubt in the six months between them this movie came out and revolution came out oh man all i talked about all i thought about was the matrix my, like if Me i wasn't my friends if too. i wasn't like doing homework all all that my friends dealt with was was matrix theory okay and we'll uh, should we save that for the last episode this yeah. month We'll yeah, save it we for should. before we're loaded, which is so going to be a long. Matrix there. Oh, I'm gonna yeah, have to I like. I have notebooks and all of it wrong. <laughs> if you can find those notebooks the next two weeks, oh, you know please what? Do. It's probably on my Zanga. <laughs> I wonder if that's still around. Ooh. Anyway, so who <laughs> made this I movie, Ryan? The uh, it was made by the Wachowskis. Again. It's it's pretty much almost everybody production team the same. Um, did you know that uh, one of the production designers, one of the art directors of the movie, was Jeff Darrow? Mm. Uh, Jeff Darrow or Jeff Darrow um, he if you have ever seen the children's television cartoon show Big Guy and Rusty the Boy Robot yeah based off the Frank based Miller off comic? the the extremely violent Frank Miller comic drawn by Jeff Darrow oh then, then you have an idea of who I'm talking about um, but he did a lot of he did a lot of work with them on on design and and on um kind of coming up with concepts and stuff like that. He was like a concept design guy um, doing doing the drawings. Uh, it's another one that's uh, it's lensed. The cinematographer is Bill Pope again. Uh, he actually makes a cameo in this movie. He is the guy who is going to go sleep on the job before Trinity crushes his job with a motorcycle and he explodes. Ah. Um, but yeah, uh, same, same people. The Wachowskis directed and wrote it. Uh, the cast is still, uh, it's got that guy, uh, Keanu Reeves. So yeah, the cast is relatively the same with, but, 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 but with classic, a bunch of, with a bunch of additions. Yes. But before we get to the additions, can I talk, talk about, about one it. particular standout performance in this movie? Sure. Absolutely. And by standout, I mean, he just had a ball because oh. he didn't, he just acted the goofiest way possible. Do you know who I'm talking about? Are you talking about more than one person? I'm talking about one person specifically who, like, above all the rest, acted Let's hear it. the worst. Little man by the name of Hugo Weaving. Oh, yeah. He, like, oh, boy, was he chewing that scenery hard. Well, I, I, feel, like, I feel like in the last one, he was like, well, like, the last the one was p- his breakout. The freaking, and this one is the culmination. No, he's this a, is, he's this a pun machine. He is a pun machine in this movie. Well, that could be the so writing. So many duplicates. Yeah, but the way he delivers it, you know he's like, I'm, I'm dad funny. Well, and, and this here's, is amazing. Here's, what's, here's the thing. Like, just so that you, our listeners, can understand how it felt at the time to be just neck deep in Matrix stuff is like now, Ian and I are watching and we're like, oh man, he's just dad pun city. But when we were watching at the time, they're like, Everything he says has two meanings. Yeah. What does he mean? It's so What's going deep. on? But see, now that I'm watching it, I was like, oh my God, this is so crazy and so deep and so, oh my God, it's such a head trip. And now I'm watching it, I'm like, this is a fairly straightforward plot. And, and I'm like, <laughs> and, uh, oh, oh, another joke. 
Oh, oh, he said we again because there's he two. He said oh, me again. Oh, oh man, me again. Me, 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 me too. Oh, me, 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 me. Oh, oh man, what a so funny. Ooh, what a comic. Uh, I think I think they tried to make Agent Smith the comic relief, but he, they failed. There's no comic relief in this movie. Oh no, because everyone is 100 percent serious 100 percent of the time. Yeah, but uh, who are the new additions we have? Sure, uh, we have Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Who had actually originally auditioned for the role of Trinity in the first Matrix? Not surprised. Uh, so she is Niobe. Um, and so a she, lot of that guy actors in this movie too. Oh yeah, a lot of that guy, and and let's be honest, a lot of that guy black actors. Yes, uh, a lot of a lot of black actors you've seen in a lot of other things. Uh, I I kind of like the fact that it's a science fiction movie that has a lot of people who aren't white. Yeah, in the sense that there's a whole lot of really white science fiction movies. Yes, <coughs> Star Wars, <coughs> you know, other movies that that maybe you've seen. Um, hey man, they're trying. They are yeah. now. <laughs> I mean, well. Donald Glover. Um, yeah, well. Hey, man, uh, Billy D is. Hey, he's great. Billy D carries the but, heck out of but that But he's, he's the only one. I know. And it's a bummer. And right. him and, and the voice of Darth Vader. And then Samuel L. Jackson later but, on. But, but that was later years, on. Later. years later. Decades. Yes. Even, you could say. Yes, that's I was true. there. Um, it's a long time ago. Long time ago. Um, so who else is in here? Um Couple other, a couple other folks. A lot, but a lot of that guy actors. That's um, true. Harold, uh, Harold Piranu, who is also uh, well known for his role oh, on yeah. Lost. Walt. Yeah. <laughs> Walt. <laughs> Just do it right. He's great in this movie too. He's really oh, good. His, uh, his, Link? his yeah. lady friend is is played uh, Z. Is mm-hmm. uh, which that's got to be a Legend of Zelda reference. Like, how could it not? Yeah. His name is Link. Her name is Z. Z. Yeah. Like Zelda. Yeah. Uh, she is played. She was originally going to be played by Aaliyah. Oh, really? And but, then, yeah, and and they shot about half of her scenes, and then she died. Yeah. Uh, so she's played by Nona Gay, Marvin Gaye's daughter. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. Um, let's see. Who else do we have in here? Um, uh, Keanu Reeves is in this movie. I don't know. Yes, if you know he that. is. Um, Gina Torres in this movie for like like half of a minute. Yep, and it's just a tragedy because Gina Torres is great. Um, but it's it's Harry she, Lennox. She, I don't even know if she has a line. Harry Lennox in this movie. He's a that guy actor you've seen in a bunch of stuff. I mean, he's he was in Man of Steel. Uh, he was in uh, Ray. He's been on that show, The Blacklist. Uh, he's also in Batman vs Superman recently. Uh, he he's he's he does a lot of vocal work, I guess, as well for the DC animated movies. Oh, okay, um, but I but I've seen him in a lot of things. If you want like a really stern black man who talks like oh, this, yeah. like that's who you get. Um, Princeton and- professor of religion Cornell West is in this movie as <laughs> Councilman West or yes. Counselor West. Um, who else is in here? Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of that guy actors. But can we can we just focus on uh, Colin Chow as the guy who's running around as not Jet Li? Yeah, as not Jet Li <laughs> because Jet Li they asked him to be in this movie and he's like, well, uh, you're gonna have to pay me as much as you're paying that guy, Keanu Reeves. And they're like, well, we just need you for one scene where you do the Jet Li thing, and they're all, and he's all. Pay me as much as him, and they're like, "Okay, we'll get somebody else." Thanks. Uh, can we can we address the uh, elephant in the room though? Uh, the pretty lady that's in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need a minute. The the oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just say your name. Keanu Reeves is a lucky man. Uh, Monica Bellucci is in this movie. That's true. It was, oh, it was probably man. her big introduction to American audiences. I'm trying to. I know. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm trying to avoid being the Tex Avery Wolf right now. So let me just go ahead and be relaxed. She's uh, she's she's I'm a bad person. Did you know that she's in her fifties? Oh, it doesn't matter. Still, still, oh, uh, she's really she's aging well. Could have fooled me. We could say that. Uh, all right. So Monica Bellucci is in this movie, and uh, she. If I may quote my good friend Chewie. Uh, 
That's what he is that, that's a quote from Chewie. That's, that's nothing what he does would when just he say. Sees a, uh, attractive lady. <laughs> she she's in this movie and she and she uh, plays the attractive lady in the movie. Oh man, does she? The, her name is Persephone, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, and what's what's the name of her husband, dude? Who's the I don't Merovingian? What does that even mean? What is the Merovingian? Some uh, you, word they made up. Uh, do you really want me to tell you? Yeah, it's the name of a, a, a dynasty of of rulers in France. Uh, ah, and and the, he's French in the movie. Okay. <laughs> it's complicated doesn't matter but persephone like she's trapped like you know like well like she's descended to the underworld yeah and is and is she's the dressed in all white yeah. come on <laughs> like, these names are starting to become more obvious now well they're they're pretty obvious yeah. that one guy is called the key maker yeah well i mean I've, come on. what was the he, what was the other guy serif the architect yes yeah, serif like text. He, he comes back. He's in the next yes, one. Yes, he is. No, no, like the architect. No, he's not back. named Seraph like the text. He's Seraph like the the archangel type. Oh, okay. Like God. the seraphim. Get it? Do you get it? Because he protects the oracle. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, okay. So let's talk about the MacGuffin of this movie. This oh Lord. Uh fulfilling the prophecy. See, yes. Yeah, right, we talk about Trinity. MacGuffins. MacGuffin's an Alfred Hitchcock sort of filmmaking term. And typically in a in a in a more straightforward movie, it's the thing everybody's trying to get. Yeah. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark are trying to get the Lost Ark. Uh and in mm-hmm. in Star Trek First Contact, they're trying to uh use warp warp power for the first time. Yeah. Um before the Borg stops them. Uh so in this movie it's it's they're trying to have Neo fulfill the prophecy and he has to go to the source. Get it? Code pun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he has to go to the source to do that. Uh, and the door, the source is a door of light mentioned briefly, very early in the movie. And you've got to remember that so that later you're not like, well, what's, well, what's happening now? <laughs> so, um, oh man, let's talk about so, the convolution of this. Movie. Okay. So, so here's the thing. <laughs> what are the themes in this movie too? The, actually, I mean, there's the theme of like, there's, there's the continuing theme of what is real. Yeah, there's there's more. I think more of a theme of the illusion of choice. Yeah. Oh man, and the illusion of control. The the dual theme, the duality of choice and control. Can I get some of that? Who 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 who? uh, (laughs) Only call it. I'll just call it what it is. Can I get some of that O cake? I want some of that O cake. That looks pretty good. I'm excited to have some of that okay. You're not a, this isn't a machine. That movie taught me a young age. Ladies really love chocolate cake. You know, ladies do really love (laughs) Love chocolate chocolate cake cake. in my experience. (laughs) It's true. Um, Or a chocolate cream pie or whatever it is. It's like a mousse. It seemed very rich. Decadent even. Yeah. Sinful. So much so that she took one bite and had to stand up and want and excuse herself. (laughs) I, I never understood it when I was a kid what was going on there. I was like, oh, oh. she he no, just, see, she, I, just, she just really likes pie, I guess. I, I and then as an adult, I'm like, oh, I never gross. saw this as a kid because I was an adult <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Yes. And so I knew. Yeah. I was 20 the year this movie came Let's out. Let's see. How old was that? How old no, would that make me? You were 15. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't put it together. I was like, yeah, it's okay. Oh. You were, you were, I wouldn't have figured it out when I was 15. Well, I, and also the subtitles helped me figure it out this time. Oh, I see what he's talking about. He right. made this thing that's The gonna... subtitles do help because he purposely has an, a nearly indecipherable French accent. Well, and especially we'll talk about the architect scene. That he helps even more because, you know, vis-a-vis concordedly. You know? <laughs> that was one of the best intros ever. If you, if you go on the internet, go on YouTube. I know it's going to sound stupid, but look up like MTV Movie Awards, Will Ferrell. Matrix oh, yeah. and just enjoy. There, there, are, there are those who who think that the the worst line in any movie ever are you the you are the remainder of the equation of the Matrix or whatever he <laughs> says in the first thing. The anomaly of the one. Yeah, yeah. Concordantly, it's like uh, oh. 
Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll, so, de- we'll decode. We'll, we'll, you know, we're going to have our own little sequel here called Matrix Decoded, where we explain what the heck was going on there. Because you're going to have to do it because I still don't know. I, I got I'm it. Just, I understood. I I, it. Yeah. I know so, so here's the thing about this movie. The first movie sort of really, really intelligently and dynamically integrates basically somewhat deep philosophy that's made to feel super deep. Yeah. And and action scenes. Yes. They integrate them well together. They intercut between them. You never get too bored listening to somebody talk because usually punching is happening very quickly. That's true. But in this movie, they, they're like, oh, well, what if... We, man, we got a lot more philosophy. So... <laughs> That's what the people love. <laughs> so what if what if every scene that wasn't punching or shooting, just... just We just info-dumped every... Like every scene. Just every scene. Yeah. Every single time. Every single time. And one. guns weren't being shot. Yep. Or, or hitting wasn't happening. Nope. Then, then we're just, we have several, several pages of text <laughs> that, that need to, that need to be disseminated as, as quickly as possible. Yep. And so, like, you get whiplash watching this movie because it's action scene. Now we got to talk. Action scene. Now more talking. Yes. Action scene. Now we got to talk. Action scene. Orgy party. More talking. And then, oh, by the way, there's surprise boobs in this movie. That's true. This that's movie is rated R, but it's there. You see. Also, it. also Keanu's butt. Yeah, that's I true. saw this movie for the second time uh, in in IMAX. Oh, I think I saw it in IMAX too. And I, I recall I was watching it with with my then girlfriend, who's now my wife. And I recall sitting there with her during that scene, and then like whispering to her, Keanu Reeves' butt is one story tall. <laughs> It's a six-story tall screen, yeah, and I and I just was like, "That's like a that's like a good that's like a six of the screen." I was like, "His butt is as tall as a building. Like it's oh, a it's man. just like." I remember she does that like leg wrap around. You know what? Here's the other thing too. I think Trinity and more uh, Trinity more, but Trinity and and Neo gave yeah. me some really skewed views on what a relationship should be. Oh, yeah. Just like utter devotion, no matter what. It's yeah, like let's stare into each other's eyes. Let's just hold hands. We'll never let go. She, her hair Dude, looks so Superman her thing. hair looks so sticky in this movie. Everybody looks so sticky in this movie. Yeah, but she's the, the worst. She's like Yeah, <laughs> just she just used the whole tub of gel. It looks like if you were to put like a little like tech deck fingerboard down her back in her back, go Her hair looks exactly <laughs> make like a flute sound. Her hair looks exactly like Jamie Lee Curtis's hair in that scene in True Lies. Uh, you mean she, the only time Jamie Lee Curtis was like in, in True Lies? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That scene was like the only time we'd be like, whoa, Jamie Lee uh, Curtis. Completely unrelated. My Not sister even Halloween would like us to do she... a month of action rom-coms. Okay. And she wants to join us. Okay. Anyway, uh, back to the Matrix. Like my super ex-girlfriend? Yeah, that was that was mentioned. All right, Romance in the Stone also came up. Okay, that's uh, a good one. And obviously True Lies. Okay. Let's uh, do, I'm serious. Let's do it. That right. sounds great. Uh, listeners. Put that uh, on the list. Just just ignore that we said anything. Uh, <laughs> Surprise. So, yeah, you know, Matrix too loaded. No, oh, you know when we... I, well... We'll anyway, talk about it. We'll Matrix talk about Reloaded. It uh, so, so there are a lot of really impressive action scenes, and it, and it, and it seemed like it's funny. It's, I was reading the trivia, and it seems like they they the goal for action scenes was literally let's how can we make it more complicated? Yeah, how can we make these like like and- literally like. Hey, let's let's talk to the FX guys and see what yeah. we can do to make this crazier. To be fair, there are some pretty cool action sequences. Oh yes, yeah. the first half of the scene where he's fighting all of the, Agent the different Smiths. Agent Smiths before it turns into just computer generated special effects. Yeah, when it's actually just like a hardcore melee. Yeah, is great. Oh, it's awesome. 
and the whole freeway really sequence is great. Even the bad CG on the freeway sequence, yeah, it's still pretty awesome. It's still like yeah, that's very, inc- very that cool. was incredible. Like that's the if you were to ask if you say Matrix Reloaded, the first thing, the first two things that jump in my head are the one scene you just said mm-hmm. and this right now. Yeah. And, and, the, and the there's also there's also a really good the the Jetly surrogate fight. Mm-hmm. It's pretty that's good. A good small fight. But it's kind of annoying because yeah. then he's like. Well, the best way you can know someone is by fighting them. It's like okay, and then the movie opens again with Trinity jumping around, yeah, blowing stuff up, almost dying. The one cool part that I liked about the freeway fight is we got to see something new that we hadn't seen. First of all, again, classic sequel escalation: more characters, more weird, wacky villains like these weird, wacky white vampire guys. Way, way bigger world. We have Zion. Zion, yeah, Zion. Now now. we have not only also now have the exiles and all of these weird sort of vaguely super super powered people in the world who are sort of a a weird underworld of the matrix yeah uh i mean and 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 the philosophy behind that yeah and like so much yes i know um but like the idea that we get to see morpheus fight on that like with with the samurai sword like we didn't we didn't really get to see other than fighting neo we didn't really get to see him fight all that much in the first one. Right. Morpheus was 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 more of a Yoda character in the first one. It's like everybody knows that he's really good at fighting. You're just kind of like, uh, okay, well, uh, I guess I'll just trust you guys on yeah. that. By the way, they never do mention what happened to Tank. They're just like, oh, he died. Yeah, I th- that's, that's what happened. Did he succumb to his... Or did he, they th- he, he wanted too much. Money. money so, <laughs> of course. So they replaced him. Yes, they did. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, yeah. Okay. So, but but yeah, there's the, there's the whole action sequence with, with with the Smiths fight. I, I did like enjoy that part until you're right until it became CG and Neo flew away. Um, and then there's there's oh there's that other Superman fight sequence thing. that I always forget about. But it's where he's fighting off the Merovingians like dudes oh, yeah, with the yeah. swords and all this in stuff the, in the in that like foyer yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's with all the neat. stairs and stuff. A lot of wire work in that yeah. one. That one's the most like let's flip around a lot. Yeah, scene for sure. Uh, but it's it's pretty cool. Um, but other than that, it's pretty much like. Yeah. And then, and then, like the part at the end where he's flying so fast, it's 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 cars are flying through the air, he's making a tornado behind him. Yeah, and, and he's I, basically telling everyone, "Hey, this is the Matrix." Well, yeah. At this point, he it's like, well, this world is not real, and and we are no longer operating under the illusion that it is. Yeah. Uh, okay. So before we get into the architect, there are some some very interesting plot elements in this movie. Yes. One of them is. Agent Smith takes over a dude. Yeah. And then at the very end of the movie, they expect you to remember that dude. Yeah. And I, they literally play stinger music like, it's like, oh, it's another guy. Oh, it's that guy. Bane is his character's name. It's Agent Smith. Oh, right. It's yeah, Agent somebody Smith. needs to yeah. lean over and go, Oh, uh oh, yeah, that's yeah, trouble. That's, that's that guy. But this literally was the first movie that I could think of where, like, even episode, like, even like Star Wars had a logical closure point. Yeah, yeah. This movie just full on ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah, it full on ends on a cliffhanger. And then they repeat well, they, the movie and, studios repeated this for years to come. Well, yeah, they discovered, like, oh, this, uh, oh, that kind of works. Yeah. Um, I, and, and, <laughs> kind of. And then people saw Pirates 2 and they're like, what's going on? We'll talk about that later <laughs> we'll talk about too. that um oh boy well this is this is also the the difference between the matrix and this movie is that you go into the matrix knowing nothing you go into this movie and the movie assumes like not only have you seen the first matrix but either that you just watched it or that you've been thinking about it a, <laughs> a lot. lot yeah 
You've you've read a lot of internet forums you've about just been it. Constantly talking with your friends. Your whole life is the Matrix yeah. at this point. Yeah. Which which to be fair, yeah, lots of people and and I guess even if you haven't recently seen the Matrix, Matrix Reloaded has a lot of very exciting action scenes. It certainly does. But boy, there's a lot of talking. Oh yes, there so, is. So so much. Yes, there is. Just whew, oh boy. Just just some talking. Yep. Just and, and then and then we get to the architect. Yeah. So. Let's talk about the architects. All right. So when people, when I first saw this, I remember being very confused by what mm. was going on in that scene. Now, as at watching it again with the subtitles and reading what he's saying and having a little bit more of an expanded and vocabulary, been thinking of the Matrix continually for the last thirteen years. No, 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 and and trying to put it all together. Now, well, I haven't been. No, I haven't been thinking about it for the last thirteen years. I just now for can me, easily. It's been the last I've seen enough movies. Now I've seen more movies. I've seen more movies yeah. like this. I've seen. I've gotten a, as smarter as a movie watcher. Um, well, and, and obviously like a lot more movies deal with, you know, dimensions and worlds and, yeah, and stuff exactly. that now compared to then it was kind of like a, like everybody, part of the reason everybody was stoked on is because no other movies were like, Hey, let's get really philosophically strange yeah. and talk about alternate worlds and yeah. universes and yeah, stuff. Totally. Cause, 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 you know, producers and stuff were like, well, you know, nobody cares about that. Yeah, totally. And they're not wrong, but no, not but wrong. Uh, but but it, it, it's sort of you know if you're into it, it yeah. works. So here's what they're talking about in that scene. We're going to decode it for you. Sure. Here we go. So this is the sixth. T- so there's been the one has happened before. The one has happened before Multiple, five times. Yeah, five times. This is the sixth. Predating time. the that there have also been a couple of previously failed matrix matrices. Yes. Where the first one was like paradise and that's the one that they rejected. That's the one that agent Smith talks about in the first movie. Yeah. He's like, you rejected it because you desire imperfection. That part where he's talking about. And the so they found that nine. Well, well, the, or, it turns out the Oracle yeah. found out the girl, the lady who's been like giving us all this information. She seems to be like a good program. Well, so so here's so the thing is the the architect is a computer program or a synth, I don't know whatever yes. he's not a person yeah. uh, he he cr- his job is creating the matrix and he keeps recreating it and he discovered after the first couple didn't work he's like oh I need I need like a like a counterpart who is more thinky feely touch yeah. I need the feely and then I'll do the thinking and thinking and feeling to go together and this will work yeah. so the feeling. That's the Oracle. Yeah. Oracle is a whole nother program. And the two of them together make the matrix. Yes. And, and every so often they remake the matrix because the, the one bubbles out. Yeah. Because. uh, Okay. So I I might've been reading like the matrix wiki. Okay. (laughs) For a good portion of today. Well, my understanding was that the reason that the one comes out is, is like, that's the only way that people can accept like that. 90 99% of people will accept it Mm -hmm. if they believe that there is some greater thing that they can like, I think it's it in it from a, like a, from like a systems design standpoint. It's even it, it's the reason it's like he an acceptable him, bug. It's like it's, like we know yeah. this is going to happen, so we just plan for it. Yeah, like it, like that's why he calls him the remainder. Yeah, he's like like for it to work and to encompass everything. There's always going to be a little bit that we didn't get right. Yeah, and that little bit that we didn't get right concentrates down into this one dude. Yeah, and then we have him help us the next time. Yeah. To make it a little bit better. So pretty much what what Neil was doing there is filling out a survey. <laughs> like, He's like, how, look, did, you, how did you enjoy your one you experience? You were the one guy. You yeah. were the Arthur Dent in this situation. Yes. So 
help us to redo it. Yeah. And not only that, but they're like, oh, yeah, we've destroyed Zion like seven times, but they just it just keeps coming back. Well, but no, they purposely like before they start the new Matrix, they're like, oh, OK, get a an industry, you know, a, 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 some dudes and some ladies and you guys go off and start your thing. Yeah. Um, and, and, and they say like seven men and 16 women. I'm like, yeah. okay, who, who sat down when they were writing the script and was like, well, how, how many exactly should we say? <laughs> like, what the heck guys? Uh, I don't think anybody proofread that scene. Um, otherwise it wouldn't turn out the way it is. So basically they're saying, and there's all these TVs in the background with all these different choices. And they're showing, that, and they're, that, I, yeah, yeah, they're Keanu either showing like making. previous versions or or alternate, or like, yeah, like alternate choices, alternate dimensions, or the different things he's thinking he's had. It's, yeah, yeah, whatever. <sighs> oh boy, um, it's the same TV, by the way. Fun fact: we yeah. mentioned the first episode, same TV as from the as from when he's in the interrogation room. Yeah, and Smith, somebody's so you, watching him. So you wonder. <laughs> well, we knew that there was. I mean, like the architect knows that this is a thing and probably yes. was keeping track the whole time. Right. Um, so basically, the choice at the end is: listen, you can prove me wrong. Go through here, save Zion. Or he's like, with you, with all the other ones, there was some. There's always some sort of thing that prevents them from from fulfilling the prophecy of the one, quote yeah. unquote. Um, but with you, it's not broad. It's more specific. You literally love this woman. Yeah, they're so, like, we changed it so that instead of you just being like kind of into all of humanity, you made made love. We'll yeah. see if love makes a difference. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what that is. I'm and, a robot. And so pretty much, it's like so. You can do one of two things. Either you haven't been having these dreams where she dies and falls. And it's um, like, and she's going to die. Just yeah. F, just FYI. Yeah. Um, and so you could try to save her. <laughs> this just reminds me. I have an embar- or you could save all of humanity. I had an embarrassing moment. Not this time, but when I first watched the movie, I just remember it. Now I'll tell you after we're done with this, with the, with the discussion of the scene. So she, he decides to go save Trinity and not save and and, and screw all of humanity and because so, basically what the guy's saying is like we're gonna kill all everybody in zion and then you failing to reboot the matrix right now is gonna kill everybody in the matrix so then everybody will be dead yeah all of humans yeah but if you go to the other if you if you choose what's on behind door number two yeah she'll die then, then, yeah she'll will. die and so will everybody in zion but but at least you'll get some more people yeah and then we'll restart the matrix and yeah. there's still gonna be people yeah Otherwise, no more people. No, that's not how I took it. No, no, no. He, I thought he, I thought if he went through the source, like that would be the end of it. And he fulfilled the prophecy, and the war would be over. But no, every no, no, single no, no, version no. of him has not done that. They've always gone through the other door. No, my understanding is is that there is no fulfill the prophecy, and the war would be over. That never existed as an actual choice. Oh, I see. The two choices are save Trinity, all humans die, or don't save Trinity, reboot the Matrix. We still kill all of Zion. You get some more people to start Zion Seven. Yeah, and and we'll see what happens. And then. humanity continues to exist in the Matrix. Yeah, those okay. were his two options. I see. I and see. And he he chose he chose kill everybody. Yeah, but not Trinity. Yeah, yeah. But we'll see in the third one how that works out. But he uses Huey Lewis power of love. He does, and you know what? He gained a superpower outside of the Matrix. Ability to resurrect people. Well. You did that in the Matrix. Well, okay, that's but true. then he gained the oh, superpower yeah. of being able to stop the machines outside of the Matrix. Oh man! Okay, when I first saw that, that scene, has caused so much consternation in my life. Like I can't even. When like, I even first... now, I watched it happen. I was like, I, I wanted to to like use strong language against the witch. See now, here's the thing. When I first saw it, 
Yeah. I remember thinking that is the most awesome thing ever. Like, oh, he showed that guy. Look what he can do outside the matrix. He's it's gonna it's gonna happen. He's gonna save everybody. It's gonna and go now down. when I watch He's it, like I, and now when I watch it, I'm like, oh god, this just gave them full permission to spend as much time out of the matrix as possible. Which guys, the parts that are exciting about this movie are the parts are where they're in, in the, the matrix. matrix and not talking, like, not, not talking, not the the ships. No. Zion, like yeah, let's no. let's look at oh let's go down to the engineering level. No. Oh, let's have an orgy in a cave and we'll shake the earth. Come on. <laughs> Very clearly still upset. I hate that scene. No, but the part that I did, I remember and I remember, oh my god, it's Everybody's so, so sweaty. It's so embarrassing. But I remember the scene where he gets off the elevator uh-huh. and all those people are like, Here's a gift, Neo. Please watch over my son. Touch Please my watch baby. over my yeah, daughter. Touch stuff. my baby. I remember when I first saw that movie that I teared up. <laughs> I remember I was like I was like oh my god he means so much to these people <laughs> but now when I watch and I, I had oh, that man. I had that memory that I totally repressed it's like like I totally suppressed oh, that memory man. and I watched it this time and I was like something about this feels like it's trying to be emotional and it's trying <laughs> it's to affect so me emotionally and, manipulative. Then, and then I then I want then I remembered it while recording I'm like oh my god I got teared up I was like you sad sucker i am a sap i cried i cried at a gum commercial last year ryan i cried at a gum commercial if you guys haven't seen that extra gum commercial where he draws it's this guy and this girl and their whole relationship and he ends up drawing on the gum wrappers and he proposes to with all the pictures on the wall i remember i leaned over to chewy i saw the movie theater i remember leaning over to chewy go in in like like a little bit broken voice i was like that's how you sell some gum Uh, not hey, like you the, still remember the brand name? Not so like the brother, not like the brother sister <laughs> Folgers commercial. Not that, like that creepy Folgers commercial. <laughs> Just watch it. Um, so, no, all right, Ryan, we've explained the Matrix reloaded we? as best as possible, and so and so the movie ends with with Neo's passed out Neo, after Neo's stopping some coma. Sentinels, and and he's in the coma as the and, a, a lot of the other ships are destroyed, and and a lot of the other ships are destroyed because somebody accidentally set off an EMP before we were ready, which jacked everything up. Turns out it was and Agent who, Smith. It turned guy. out it was it was Agent Smith in the form of a human being, because that works. Yep, brains. It's because amazing. the big fight that you want to see between Agent Smith and Neo is yeah, going to take place in the, in the real, real world, world right? without Hugo Weaving. Yeah, we want to just two guys hitting each other. Yep. Not not <laughs> a not fly fighting or doing not, anything not wacky. Not computer. Fun. Not too well. Not too CGI. Well, Ragdolls being thrown at each other. In the words, in the in the words of uh, well, in two words, a a in the words of the prophet Jagger, you can't always get what you want, but b sometimes what you want is not really what you want. No, (laughs) we'll talk about that when we get to the end of this month. What we didn't want is Matrix Revolution. It's true. Uh, So let's talk about so Matrix Reloaded. Yeah. Uh, What are your final thoughts? My final thoughts are. Part of this movie is a good movie. Part part of the the action sequences in this movie are incredible. But great. Let's put it this way. Except for the CG parts. But back then, I thought it was awesome. Are are, are pretty good. But it didn't mean I didn't fall asleep like three times when I was watching this. I I was falling asleep. I had to pause it. And then I had to watch the rest of it today. I had to like get beef jerky and sit on the floor because the couch was too comfortable. (laughs) It's... It's not as good. As, I remember loving this movie and like so excited for the third one. And now I'm just like, I should have seen that third one coming. It should have been so clear. The writing was on the wall. Oh boy! As soon as we, as soon as we started getting into the politics of Zion. Oh yeah, I, I was like, we oh, this trouble. is again. Like I said, episode one in it, all about politics and councils. Oh man. Oh boy. So if you've seen Jupiter Ascending. You'll know. Uh, uh, oh, episode one hundred. Uh, from February, oh, if you Lord. want to go back and watch, listen it. to us complain. 
Yeah, don't watch it. She's the queen of the beach. She's a dog man. He can't love her. Uh, so <laughs> flying shoes. That's true. So okay, Ryan. This movie doesn't have flying shoes. No, it does not. So so Ryan, uh, did you watch this? I know you've seen it with your wife before. Did you I watch have. this viewing with her? Yeah, she fell asleep at like ten minutes in. Of course she did. I kept trying to wake her up. She's like, "Oh yeah, I wanted to watch this." Boom, asleep again. Yeah, <laughs> like 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 clockwork. She finally um, she finally like got up and went to bed, and then. Today she was like, "Did we, did we watch a movie last night?" I was like, <laughs> I was like "Yeah, we watched Matrix Reloaded." I'm sorry for all you listening. I peeped uh, the mic. I was like, "Actually, well, I watched Matrix Reloaded. You fell asleep, and she's like, I 'I don't remember the end.'" I'm like, "Yeah, you went upstairs like half an hour, like when the architect started talking." She's like, <laughs> it's the most engaging part of the movie. No, no, no it isn't. I know that's no, being she's like, She's like, "Oh, that part." Oh, yeah. yeah did you know that the movie if you keep watching through the credits after the credits it plays the trailer for matrix revolution oh that's right oh god i didn't watch it i didn't watch I did. it oh, i did man. did you and that yeah oh boy oh, man. i mean it, it made me want to watch matrix revolutions which nothing else has since <laughs> i've seen it so so I, obviously I, I guess i gotta i guess we gotta do that in a couple weeks uh, we do but luckily we get a reprieve next week so but before we, we get do. into that ryan what is your rating on this movie oh man can i give it two ratings for each half of the movie no, no you I have can't. to give That's it one cheating. overall so you have to split uh, the difference um i want to give it probably like a six and a half okay because because uh, i feel like a lot of people really remember this movie as being great and being like up there with the Matrix. I remember that the initial thought of that, immediately after everybody saw Matrix Reloaded was, oh, that was as good as the Matrix was. But no. No. It isn't. And the Matrix, from in my opinion, the Matrix is like, okay. Like it, it's a it's a perfectly serviceable movie. This is like, and I remember thinking the same thing, but now that I watch it, I'm like, the Matrix, the first Matrix to me is a lot better than this one. And, this and, one and most suffers because it doesn't from, get so convoluted. From information overload. Oh, absolutely. They got it does. so much backstory and, I, and important philosophical concepts that they just have to have. I couldn't agree and, more. And 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 to be fair, to be fair, the Wachowskis, they they were at this point in their career because of how successful the Matrix was. Because it was ex- insanely successful. Oh yes, it was. Uh, they they were they were like J.K. Rowling in Book Six. Yeah, like <laughs> you could not tell them no. Yeah, and why would you? Yeah, because they're money printing machines. Exactly, and, and that's it's it, lack of editors. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, Ryan, what is your rating on this movie? Uh, like six and a half. Six, six and a half. Six and a half. Um, six and a half long, indistinguishable hallways that. <laughs> Would have been really interesting to have introduced at a different point in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give it six. I'm gonna give it six, slightly lower. Right. I don't have the nostalgia yeah. goggles for it like you That's do. Uh, I'm gonna give it six. Uh, I'm gonna give it six. Uh, Agent Smith dad quip jokes. Perfect. <laughs> out of out of ten. Uh, and blockbuster lackluster. I still think it's a blockbuster. I still think you should watch it. I, I mean, at least for the at least have watch. something else to do. Yeah. And don't worry about watching just it. watch the action part like parts. knit or something yeah, so that absolutely. you don't get too bored absolutely uh but yeah i i don't know unless if you really love the matrix you you'll if you really love the matrix there's, like and you still a, love it there's a part of me that that thanks god every day that i wasn't that i didn't like not it wasn't a tattoo guy <laughs> i would definitely have like a lot of matrix oh, tattoos i'm sure you would have but have gotten like <laughs> Trinity's face on your arm. I don't know. I'd have like a like a white rabbit or oh, something. Some, I don't know something dumb. Uh, It'd be dumb. Too. Anyway, so Ryan, uh, so guys, that is Matrix Reloaded. Oh, and I'd probably have show. like a tattoo of like the port on the back of the neck. Oh 
God. Can you imagine? Oh, or maybe man. like the ports on my arms too. Oh, God, there's oh, one guy out there with that. I bet oh, I could Google it I guarantee it now. you it's more than one. Um, so guys, that is The Matrix and that is our show. Matrix uh, Reloaded. Matrix Reloaded. I'm sorry. The Matrix Reloaded and that is our two, show. Two Matrix. Two, two the two, two Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, next time we're taking a reprieve from the main movies. We're doing a little bit because uh, again, four weeks in a month. But there's one overlooked. Well, not overlooked. If you like The Matrix, you'll know what this is. But if you just went to the movie theater and just avoided everything else, you missed it. And that actually... It's actually pertinent to the plot of this movie. They mentioned part is, of what actually, happens. Yeah, yeah. And of, I mean, all of, of it's pertinent to the plot of the movie in some uh, way. Some of them are. But yeah, some actually, of them are fun. Two of them involve characters from the movies. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're going to be talking about a uh, little, the, the the short film collection, yeah. uh, The Animatrix. It's the first time, time we've done an anthology. Yeah. An animation anthology. I'm excited to show. do this. And this is probably, honestly, if I remember, I'm going to give you my, my thing now. I remember this being my favorite Matrix thing other yeah. than the first one. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so guys, thank you so much for joining us for Matrix. Just reloaded. Join us next week when we continue Matrix Month with the Animatrix. And remember, whether it's blockbuster or a lackluster, we're the Super Action Bros. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.